Welcome to Pod Me If You Can. I'm David Farrell. And I'm Lloyd Hughes. And today's film is Snow White and the Huntsman, starring Aussie Chris Hemsworth, Charlize Theron, and the highest paid actress this financial year, Kristen Stewart. I was shocked when you told me that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Forbes. Like... Forbes did the list. It's not me. <laughs> well, was it because of Twilight? Is yeah. that why? Okay, sure. Because of, I guess, how many paychecks she received during the financial year. So she would have got royalties and things like that. Do they as well. make just a whole bunch of Twilight movies in one year, or is it just one? Or how did um, that work? Well, they split one of the books into two, so I'm guessing she would have got some kind of double payment or something. But yeah, as we will Quite discuss it. today, I don't think she's probably worth <laughs> the highest. Well, isn't there in the a world. chicken um, uh, Harry Potter that gets paid? Oh no, uh, 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 she probably was when there were movies, but they're finished now. Sure. Oh, okay. Emma sorry. Watson. Yeah, yeah. I think. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know anything about Harry Potter. <laughs> well, that's probably okay. I, I've never seen a Harry Potter movie. Well, just so you know, we'll be discussing today Snow White and the Huntsman, <laughs> probably among other things. And uh, we will be spoiling elements of the film, so if you haven't seen it, spoilers, be aware you should probably watch the film before listening to the rest of this podcast. All right, so Charlize Theron is touted as really the main player in the film. She's on all the advertisements and all that sort of thing, but I found most of her scenes... We're in the trailer of this film. I thought she was the best part of the movie. Yeah, but she wasn't in it that much. Yeah. Sort of... She was in it enough, I guess, because the problem with this film is they jammed... It was, it's too crowded. They jammed too much stuff into there it. There is a lot Seven of stuff. Dwarves, the thing. I would have cut so many characters um, in it, but... It's one of those, um, you know, fairy tales are in right now. That we had Mirror Mirror, and we've got Once Upon a Time, the TV series, with all of the fairy tale characters in it as well. Pan's Labyrinth, well, that was like four years ago, five years ago. Yeah, it's it's like a, you know, fairy tale. It's capitalising on what people sure. are interested in. It's yeah, like yeah. when uh, vampires are in, they're really in, everything's vampires. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Lloyd, uh, you wanted to confess something about your <sighs> watching of this film? Look, I like this... I, I, no, I can't say I liked it. <laughs> um, this is awkward. <laughs> yeah, it looks fantastic, this movie. It absolutely looks amazing. It's from the producer of Alice in Wonderland, so yeah, I mean, yeah. they know what they're doing. It looks stunning. The whole dark forest sequence, I thought it looked amazing. The art direction was amazing. I thought the cast was pretty good. I, I don't, hang I, on, hang on. Everybody just listening, rewind and listen to how high Lloyd's voice went. Because ah! when somebody... <laughs> When somebody's lying, their voice goes up like that. <laughs> so it's a- um, I don't have a problem with Christian Stewart. I've never seen Twilight. Kristen. Kristen Stewart. Kristen Stewart. Um, I've never seen Twilight. I've never seen anything she's in. You've I've- seen Panic Room. Was she in Panic Room? She's the little kid in Panic Room. No way. The asthma attack. I-, I can barely remember. I can only remember Jodie Foster. I think it was originally Jodie. supposed to be a boy. But she had short hair and they just let it be a girl and just cast her in the film. Yeah, because she oh. was most impressive, apparently. So she played a guy in the movie? No, no, it's... No. Uh, sorry. <laughs> she, uh, it's a daughter. Jodie oh, Foster yep. has a daughter. Yeah. But originally in the script, I think it was supposed to be a son. But she was an impressive audition. Sure. And they, they changed, they changed it to, changed a, it to wow. a daughter. Okay, yeah, yeah. But yeah. she has short, butch kind of hair. Sure. Well... I, I, I don't know much about her. She just looked like a pretty face who played Snow White to me, but she did a good job, I thought. I, I don't know. I, I heard a lot of people on the Twitter, because I, I do Twitter, obviously. Um, a lot of people on Twitter were saying, I would have saw if it wasn't, if Kristen Stewart did, wasn't cast yeah. as Snow White. I would have thought. Like, so I'm assuming there's this thing that people don't like her. Is that the case? I well, don't know too much. Uh, last week, I talked about franchise hogs. Yeah. She's obviously got the Twilight franchise. Sure. Right? That's her franchise. And also, now, she's capitalising on a Snow White franchise. And they've greenlit a sequel for this film. How can you make... 
there's, there can be a sequel. She's now ruling the land and stuff, okay. and I don't know. There's a new threat. It's, right. it's not really important sure, what they yeah, do yeah. next because I didn't really enjoy this film much. It just felt really kind of dumb. And I think the best thing about the film, besides Charlize Theron, which she was hardly in it, Chris Hemsworth did a pretty okay job. Yeah, it was just such a boring character. It's just this guy who's good with weapons and he saves yep. the day. You know, yeah. there's not much you can do with it. It's like you can get you can cast. Robert De Niro and he'd still be like eh, okay well he was a widower <laughs> and he found love again and to do that kind of accent it's pretty close to Australian he didn't have to you know um, it, it wasn't like Man on a Ledge he's Thor right? yes yes okay it wasn't like Man on a Ledge where which we reviewed and it's all available on our podcast yeah um, it wasn't like that one where Sam Worthington dips back and forth from Australian to American yeah it felt pretty consistent sure with Chris Hemsworth yeah, yeah 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 and believable so yeah yeah um but yeah so the art direction I didn't have issues with I loved the look of it I, I thought it looked amazing the battle sequences were really cool um and everything like that the biggest issue I had with this film was there was just too many things with it. It was so crowded. We had seven dwarves. We had this long-lost brother. We had, you know, it just kept going on, and I didn't know. I don't think he was a brother. I think he was just a childhood friend. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah. Well, I got a confession to make. I fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> right when she sees the seven dwarves, and they take her to some fairyland, and she sees some uh, uh, buck or something with antlers... It was like a tree I on a dozed off. Of I was gone asleep. And I remember going to the bathroom. I'll be right back. And I saw it with a friend. And, uh, you know, I went to the bathroom, came back, and I just dozed off. <laughs> I even splashed water in my face. I was really tired at the time. But, man, that tells you a lot about a movie when you start falling asleep. And I, I, I got a confession to make. I fell asleep in Two Towers as well. Okay. Um, Lord of the Rings Two Towers. I just dozed off. There was just... I found... An, in fa- Maybe it's just my thing with fantasy. There's just too many things to know about. Some father of goth or something is but yet you like game of thrones (laughs) game of thrones is on a different level (laughs) to how dare you david (laughs) it's all right um i will tell you i have fallen asleep in one film as well and uh it was a midnight screening so it was quite late and um i've oh that's fair i contributed to that because it had been a big day yeah but the film was moulin rouge the first time i watched it and so i drifted off in this full cinema was you know private screening kind of thing and then every time Baz is behind you going what are you doing mate (laughs) that would have been a whole different story if Baz Luhrmann invited me to a movie and sat behind me um no but every time they would sing like a or shout at each other I would wake up and not know what the heck was going on and having missed all the singing exposition it was a horrible movie experience so has that attributed to yours the fact that you fell asleep made it worse yeah yeah, no, definitely. So then you, I, you I remember waking up going, oh, yeah, the dwarves. <laughs> <laughs> I remember oh, I woke up. So she's after the buck gets shot with the arrow, I doze off somewhere in between there. And they get fighting. attacked. Yeah, yeah, I think one of the dwarves die. I think I saw yep. that. And then I woke up and I saw Charlie's Theron in the snow. Um, wanting to rip out her heart and then she dies again I drifted off again <laughs> she turns into birds she turns into birds and then she's dragging herself to the mirror mm-hmm. uh, that was really cool and then I woke and then I drifted off <laughs> this is funny <laughs> <laughs> I drifted off when um, they were bringing Snow White um, in and everyone was crowded around they were really sorry she's dead yeah and I drifted off somewhere there and I woke up in a speech or something oh that's <laughs> terrible isn't it <laughs> I feel so bad <laughs> you can track exactly how at what points you fell asleep yeah <laughs> 
Well, I, I just remember Frank was because I really wanted to do a good review of this film um, because I had a, the trailers looked amazing and I had a lot of momentum building up. It's an interesting film. I mean, yeah, yeah and I love fantasy. I love, oh, well, I, uh, not fantasy. I love fairy tales. Fairy tales. It's an, it's an adventure as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like fantasy. Sorry. My, my, <laughs> I, I had problems with this film too, and we'll get stuck into them now. Yeah. Um, the first one is so much of this film takes place in the forest and stuff on this journey kind of thing just felt like forever that they were in this dumb forest forest like after she escapes oh the dark forest and then with the dwarves is that what yeah, you mean they find the that? dwarves even before that they were sort of were in, they yeah it's just anyway <laughs> um, she's locked in this tower well, but, shut up Lloyd you fell asleep right? <laughs> it is going to be difficult <laughs> yeah, yeah. but let's see how we go um, she's locked in this tower for years right and then the mirror which is a big gong instead of an actual mirror that looks so cool as well and I yeah, thought yeah. that was actually a real achievement because I thought that was probably much closer to what mirrors would have been like you know, oh yeah no that's a, that's a really good point yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah and I was like oh well that's more accurate you know and immediately went with it now there's a shot in the trailer where Shelley's Theron screams and the mirror shatters that was never in the film oh I don't you didn't that. sleep through that it just wasn't in it and I was waiting for her to scream at the mirror and it shattered didn't happen um so she's going up to this uh, mirror and asking who the fairest is and then one day it's not her anymore it's Kristen Stewart Snow White but Kristen Stewart's been living in this tower like eating rats or whatever how did she maintain her beauty and her level of fitness like she would have been either malnutrition or really heavy because Mm. she wouldn't have been able to exercise I've actually written here malnourished yeah yeah (laughs) Surely she would have been malnourished. And ha- she knows how to ride a horse. Yep. I guess because she was young, she she grew up That's as a That's fine. Noble. Horse riding's a different and thing. And then she knows how to wield a sword and she's tough and all. I don't know. Maybe, maybe they should have had more stuff well, like she yeah. has to fight off weird guys. I don't know. Look, in the in the tower, she does an Our Father, right? Completely. The entire thing. Making it really religious, you know? There's like a religious thing to oh, this. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When she's making the um, the stickman. Yes. Yes, yes. And yeah, stuff. Yeah. yeah, she's got not a lot going on, but she's praying, you know. And so suddenly it's almost as if divine intervention helps her escape and stuff, you know. I think it really changes the film. The tone of the film was really weird too, because I don't know if this is like an M-rated film, but I don't feel like it's for kids. Because you've got uh, her seducing and stabbing the heart of the king, Snow White's father, right? She's eating a bird's heart with that, like, claw thing on her hand. Yes. She's just pretty horrible. I like that, though. I oh, like the ducks. You're an yeah, adult, yeah, though. Yeah, I don't yeah. think... No, it's not for kids. I see what you I don't think yeah, a 12-year-old girl should be seeing that. Sure, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Um, and then there's the melting hands and stuff when people, like, hallucinate oh, yeah, in yeah, the yeah, forest. Yeah. You know, there's horror elements to it's this. It's like Batman when Scarecrow um, puts that, that mist on them and they start seeing weird yes. stuff. Yeah, yeah. Which, I mean, if you haven't had enough Batman see last week's podcast <laughs> um and it's it's weird because she bathes in the milk in front of her brother and the brother has that weird haircut you know he's creepy the whole film and he just seems to be dead weight you know he ruins the exchange with the huntsman he's like we're never gonna bring her back and stuff right and then he lets snow escape in the first place before that in the tower like he's just ruining things for Charlie's the wrong yeah he's crazy isn't he yeah yeah but he was left out of all the promotional stuff you know we didn't even know she had a brother until you get in there and watch it you know it's not as if yeah oh look there's a scene in the film where she is escaping and she jumps into the water and it's just like the fugitive 
where she gets to the end of that thing and there's a waterfall yep. into the river and that's how she's going to escape. And it was super small. <laughs> it was such a small scale that made me laugh yeah. out loud because just like in The Fugitive, like he jumps and he falls for ages before he hits the water and disappears and stuff, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's just such a small waterfall that it just seemed like The Fugitive. <laughs> but I think she's worried about the rocks underneath. I don't know. Yeah. It was so terrible. I, I hated that. <laughs> just and there was a white horse waiting for her. Yeah. Um, have you ever seen the film The Brothers Grimm? Brothers Grimm, Brothers Grimm. It's Heath Grimm. Ledger and um, Yeah, Matt I love Damon. that film. That film was great with by Terry Gilliam. Sure. And heaps of people hated it. <laughs> um, wasn't the villain, Monica Bellucci, yep. stealing people's youth for her own beauty? I don't think so. Didn't she get uglier and then she like sucked the life force oh, and I don't stuff? Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't don't really remember it. Yes. Like I'll be honest, I haven't seen it. But from You haven't tra- seen Brothers Grimm? No, from oh. the trailers. I, I remember her being like a youth sucking kind of oh, I don't villain. think it was I just think it was this old lady trapped in this tower and anyone who comes up she kills but that's from memory okay. yeah yeah but it could be I don't know alright <laughs> I, I don't recall um but yeah, then, you haven't seen it <laughs> no from the trailer though sure, I, sure. I vividly yep. remember Monica Bellucci looking all haggard yes and then sucking someone's life force and she becomes sort incredibly of thing. beautiful yeah, yeah then yeah. becoming Monica Bellucci yeah, yeah. you know so that's that's I feel like it's a repeat. Sure. I know these are Grimm's fairy tales. These are, you know, you're going to see the same stuff over and over again. Sure. You know, we have um, Hansel and Gretel, like, vampire hunters or bounty hunters or something coming up soon. Oh, I don't know anything it's, about it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like um, Hansel and Gretel, like, on steroids kind of thing. They're, they're going to be all, like, you know, hunting. Well, they did, um, didn't they just do, uh, what's the one, Little Red Riding Hood? They just um, did that one, didn't they? And it's like a whole town rallying together to protect this girl against werewolves. Oh, yeah. Of... I can't remember what it's called, but it's... Um... Red Riding Hood. Is it Red Riding Hood? I don't know. It might be. <laughs> yes, uh, but, but it's a man the point is, is all safe these... read. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like a horror film. Somebody's a but wolf. But the point is, there's all these fairy tale movies now coming out, sure. Yeah. Which I'm a bit sick of. <laughs> well, I'm not sick of a good one. Pan's Labyrinth, if you guys haven't seen it, That's go check recent, that out. That's not recent, though. No, it's not recent, no. I mean, I, I heard Mirror Mirror was terrible, the Julia Roberts. Really? Snow I heard one. it was better than this one. Really? Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's not what I heard. <laughs> but all right, well, maybe we'll have to do a comparison to the other one sometime. It looks terrible, though. Well, this one seemed to have a bigger budget. Right? I guess most of the money went to Julia Roberts and the other one. Because in this one, they had The Forest, and it's sort of like The Fire Swamp from The Princess Bride. Have you seen that film? Yes, that's a great film. Yeah, so The Fire Swamp is like something that, for those who haven't seen it, they go into, and there's the secrets of The Fire Swamp. If you know when the fire flies up, then you can kind of avoid it, and then not die, sort of thing. Yeah. So this was a little bit like that, in that it was this forest that very few people had survived, kind of thing. Yes. You know, the, the huntsman was sent in specifically because he had survived it before. Yeah. But the thing about the forest, really, was that it seemed like all of the elements in there were sort of lifted from other films. It didn't seem original to me. Um, uh, rather than other fairy tales? Yeah, like the hallucination and stuff. Yep. I guess some of it could have been other fairy tales, but yep. the hallucinating, it seemed to be lifted from Lord of the Rings. There were like those black ghostly kind of creatures, um, those winged bat dragon kind of wings and stuff. And the trees coming to life. Those are all elements like Sleepy from... Hollow-esque sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. but Lord of the Rings as well. Sure. You know? um, I guess I just kind of felt like I'd seen most of it before. Yeah. Nothing particularly great about it. And I feel like this is just a film that didn't have an audience. Like, 
who is that are they making this for it's Kristen Stewart fans and Chris Hemsworth fans really yeah it's, yeah there's even a scene where he gets his shirt off where he's wounded or something and he just sort of half has removed his shirt to sort of showing some chest because he's in like Thor physical There's condition such powerhouse actors for the new young generation like yeah. it just seems like how can you screw this up <laughs> yeah I was explaining something to my sister uh, she's 13 and I was saying um, somebody was on David Letterman yeah. and she was like who's David Letterman and I'm like he's on TV he's a talk show host and then it's like what's the show and I said the late show with David Letterman like right. it's, it's it's own you know he's the host of, he's a talk show host and it's just like I don't know who that is <laughs> you know and then they know Michael Caine from Batman you know they don't know Michael Caine for any of his other films Italian sure. Job Alfie anything yeah, yeah, yeah. you know um, this new generation is just like we'll pick people they like and then just watch their films. Sure. This is why Taylor Lautner, who's in Twilight, could make that, like... I can't remember what the name of it is, but it's, like, uh, an action film that he was in recently. And it made a bunch of money, probably because of the Twilight built-in audience. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I feel like that's that's who's watching this film. I don't know why we watch the film, Lloyd. <laughs> I do not know. Well, the trailers look phenomenal. I'll tell you what. Chris Hemsworth, again, I say he's the standout of the film. Most solid role... Not too difficult to do Scottish when your native tongue is Australian. But the widower angle I liked and the fact that he was the Han Solo of the film. You know? Oh, yeah, that's a good point. I, I just thought it was a very... You know, the character was too basic, too typical, and uh, and it came across too boring. Like, I knew... You know what's going to happen at the beginning of the film. They're going to overtake the thing. The thing I liked about it was Charlie's Theron. I felt um, so much sympathy for the character. I loved the relationship between the brother. I loved it when the brother died. Mm. She really felt that kick, that, that emotion. She was like on the ground screaming as he, his, his soul was sort of dying. You saw her age and so forth like that. She looked fantastic. And, you know, she really... Um, you really felt the sense... Oh, I don't want to say misogyny. I can't remember what's the opposite of misogyny. Misogyny is when you hate women. She hates guy, men, obviously. She's got issues. She's got, you know, um, issues against men and so forth. And that really showcased in all her performance, you know. Mm-hmm. And that was great, that sequence where the farm boy tries to stab her and she pulls out the knife and then re- takes, you know, stops her heart beating. Mm. You know, I thought that was cool, you know. Yeah, it's weird. Her magic wasn't really defined. She just had magic. Yeah, she just had magic. She was just insanely powerful. Yeah. But the movie broke so much of its own rules. Like, she just appears um, to... Start, I fell asleep at this moment. But she appears in front of Snow White as all these ravens. Why didn't you do that at the beginning? Why did? Why send up your brother? Why can't you what's, just appear in front of her? What's then- actually worse about that bit and what you missed was that she was talking to William, the long-lost friend, and then he gave her an apple or she lifted an apple from him and bit into it and it was poisoned right and then she shapeshifts from William why didn't she do that at the beginning yes like I, I don't understand or she I'm, I'm assuming she becomes young because she sucks out the youth of these young girls why not just do that forever mm. why not have a whole line of beautiful young girls that you could just suck the life out and live forever mm. I, I don't know the logic in that is just you know, you're breaking your own own rules, you know, sort of thing. Yeah, well, the the thing I had a problem with was when she turned into all those birds and stuff. She puts Snow White in, like, a coma, which is when Snow White is dead, that you were drifting in and out of consciousness between. <laughs> um, but when she flies off as birds and then she's crawling and stuff... So it was an apple that gave me her unconscious. Yes. Damn it, I missed that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, the bit that bit there... Um, 
she sent the huntsman in to get her because she had no powers in the forest or something. Yeah. And then, yet, she was able to go and shapeshift and turn into birds and all that sort of stuff. It was really confusing no, to me. Was that the Dark Forest, though? That wasn't the Dark Forest. Like, I don't know where they were at that point. Because it <laughs> sure. all seemed like a journey. You know, they're just yeah, on yeah. a journey, or on a journey, right, right, right. So, it doesn't matter to me. At what point did they drop the ring in the volcano? <laughs> at the end. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't they just give it to one of those birds? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Um, Look, okay. Look, they had some interesting stuff. There was the troll that is usually under the bridge. Oh, that was this cool. This one was yeah, part yeah. of the bridge. It was beauty that made him not kill Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> that was weird, wasn't yeah. it? I mean, she is life itself. She yeah. will heal the land. Oh, that was terrible. And that's played by one of the best British actors of all time, Bob Look, Hoskins. There was Bob Hoskins. There was the guy from Deadwood. Oh, yeah. Oh, sw- he plays Swedgen. Jeez, I looked up his name I've just never then. Watched I just can't be bothered to turn to my iPad at this moment. But he... Ray Winstone was in there. Yeah, uh, the guy... Frost. who's in Deadwood is probably one of the greatest performances in television history ever like mm. um, it's that good and he plays a dwarf yeah the guys who play the dwarves aren't dwarves they must have incredible work with the CGI but mm. I thought that was weird what, just cast real dwarves like, why get this elite level cast to play dwarves I don't know I thought that seemed yeah, like I felt like of... that would have blown out their budget too yeah yeah like, just like, what, okay. I mean it was not a huge part for them I, I didn't find them funny no. Oh, I didn't find them. There was the comedy relief and, like, people couldn't wait. Oh, the dwarves, you know, people in my cinema were laughing while I was like... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they were laughing at you snoring. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I, you said before that you enjoyed the fight scenes. Yeah. But for me, the, the fight scenes were either really shaky camera work or really slow motion. Like, the shots were one of two things. I didn't think it was particularly well Well, I didn't see the dwarf sequence. I'm (laughs) assuming there was a battle sequence of the dwarf because one of the dwarfs dies. Yeah, well, they're attacked and he takes an arrow. Oh, okay, sure. I think I saw that part. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But then, like, later on, they help raise the bridge by all jumping onto the rope and stuff. They don't really have much to do. You know, they're just... They're almost Ewoks. The Ewoks of the film, you know. Um, But, yeah, it was weird that it was just, like, the fight scenes, I thought there was nothing really great about them. Nothing particularly I hadn't seen before. And I liked it when they're in the castle, I guess, and they're fighting the summoned weird... Those black... Yeah, yeah. Uh, th- there were those things that were made of, like, shards that she blew off the ceiling. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That didn't last long either, though. Was- I like that. <laughs> yeah, was- All right. All in the trailer. Um, it was interesting. There was a concept there of the women who scarred the f- their faces intentionally because without beauty, we are useless to the queen. Like, uh, so they- they're no threat. Yeah, and they scarred themselves. Oh, so they won't. She won't take away their youth, sort of thing. Yeah, yeah see, and yeah. so they could raise their children and live. You know, but then the thing gets burnt to the ground by the brother anyway. You know, it didn't even matter. Like, <laughs> I reckon I would have. If I was if I was doing the film, and that probably never ha- ever happened <laughs> that opportunity. Um, but I would have just focused on Charlie's Theron the whole time. Make it a tragedy, like the rise of this dark queen and mm-hmm. the fall of this dark queen. She was so interesting. I found yes, you're sympathetic to her, I guess, because of her flashbacks yeah. and how it's forced upon her. She has to drink that thing. And, yep. You know the brothers there with the exact same haircut as a little kid, <laughs> so you can identify. Gosh, him. damn it, kids. <laughs> You know, do something different. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like it how it showed her body as well. There's a moment where you see Charlie Theron's back 
and as she's becoming very frail bony and, and the bony stuff. oh that was so cool and the weird rituals how she'd dip into that milk mm. and then come out that was so cool the film's called Snow White and the Huntsman Lloyd not Snow White and the Evil Queen it should have been called <laughs> just the Evil Queen well didn't was- everyone in the Snow White cartoon I actually I think I watched it when I was young but didn't you feel more attracted to the Dark Queen than Snow White <laughs> or was that just me <laughs> oh. oh she's evil come on man <laughs> um when Snow White is escaping, she offers the huntsman gold, right? And then she offers the dwarves gold, right? And then she's been in a tower for years. Where's this gold coming from? Where does she think she's well, getting the gold? She's a princess, so I'm assuming once she links up anymore, with the duke, though, is she? I don't know. Once she links up with the duke, she'll she's like get all this hey, money. We need a whole bunch. Of, we need everybody's weight in gold. Oh, by the way, I said uh, <laughs> I owed a lot of money to these guys. They're going to take my thumbs, man. <laughs> yeah, they were about to kill me in the forest, and I had to bribe them with your gold. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. If you could make with the gold, that'd be great. <laughs> oh boy, I mean the scene with all the fairies and the reindeers and the the tree on the head of like. It was like a deer or reindeer yeah, with like yeah. a tree sort of thing. It's all very nice. It's very Lion King, isn't it? She's- Apparently that's a rip-off. People on Twitter were going off that they ripped off that whole sequence yeah. off a Ghibli Studios uh, film, A Princess Monaco or something like that. Apparently, yeah, it's just scene for scene. They're meeting this reindeer with wow. antlers and stuff like that. And people just like, I can't believe you just lifted that sequence into this. I- I'm a fan of Ghibli is it Ghibli Studios like, I, I can't remember you, you know the guys who made um, Howl's Moving Cars and yeah. so forth I haven't seen all of them so I can't okay. confirm that yeah. you have to look into that, that that was the thing on Twitter I was like okay yeah right well it's kind of I was going to say it's kind of like the Lion King where like yeah. the land suffers with her in charge and then it flourishes afterwards you know because she's got this and then weird... Bob Hoskins um, he's a phenomenal actor but I thought he had the worst lines he's blessing him can't you see I was hoping he'd say something you like an anchorman huntsman but you do not see yeah yeah it's science <laughs> <laughs> oh boy <laughs> yeah. look the worst thing in the entire film for me was the 10 second lesson that the huntsman teaches her how to block yeah and that ends and up and <laughs> that is the exact way she defeats the queen that's the payoff it's like remember you can block and then do this <laughs> it's like okay I'm glad I learned this one move <laughs> like she was she had a problem with killing she was all like I wouldn't be able to do that and stuff and then she's just killing later and stuff gets right over it doesn't matter it would have been we- better it, rather than simply having you know just putting a sword through a heart it would have been uh, a better ending somehow her I don't know just rather than a con a combat thing it was just like her purity like this bright light appears and she just decided no I, I don't know just rather than what that, about, that simple I mean if it's like divine and like religious yeah, maybe yeah. the queen could have gone to kill her and like the bro- the blade broken and stuff and she's unable to defeat her and stuff yeah, like yeah, that yeah 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 and she's banished or something I mean it's and then oh better yet she <laughs> should have kissed her <laughs> And then she would have just, you know, broken. That would have been better. It would have been sexual. It would have been would have made Again. a great trailer. And then she dies from touching her lips. You know, yeah, yeah. At the point where you have it, where she's about to kill Snow White, and Snow White just kisses her like a long kiss, <laughs> and then she goes, oh, oh, and then just starts dying inside. Oh my gosh, that would have been heaps better. And you would have had a good trailer. You would have made millions of dollars. I don't think they would have put that in the trailer. Usually, the third act isn't in the trailer. <laughs> And nor would they have put that in the film. This kid's <laughs> film, supposedly. <laughs> you might as well. She's eating entrails from a bird. You might as well have them kissing. Oh, boy. Well, they had that shape-shifting powers stuff where she turned into William and stuff. And then she William kisses Snow. As a shape-shifted. Before she shape-shifts, 
she kisses William, right? Uh, but she's the queen. But she's the queen. Oh. So it's almost as if they had a kiss. Damn it. But uh, she was a dude at the time. <laughs> I thought that character was so... Like, I guess it was this love triangle, but I didn't really care between the huntsman, William, and her, because I thought they were brothers. Now you're telling me that they're not. I'm like, oh, okay, so was she the... Was he the boyfriend? No, they were childhood friends, and when they escaped at the beginning, it showed the Duke guy had obviously William on, and he was like, "Let's save her. We got to save her." And they're like, she's gone, and they just nick off. But she did he love her or? Well, I think they had like a childhood best friends thing going on, but then when they were grown up, seemingly, yeah, I would have cut that whole character out. Yes. He was so exhausted. He was so needless. Useless. He was so useless. Yeah, yeah. She could have shapeshifted into the huntsman in the same way. And you scene wasted that worked. whole sequence where he's robbing um, the Queen's carriage and, you know, he's really good with a bow. And then he's like, I did not care. I'm like, who is this guy? Do you have an archer? And then he's like, yes, of course I do. Kill this guy. And he's like, I said, do you have an archer? And yeah, yeah, yeah. Him, and then cares? he's infiltrating. Oh. Useless. Yeah, I, I wouldn't oh, have. I would have just cut him. Just yeah. cut him. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, you could have had her shapeshift, as I just said, into the Huntsman. Yes, and done the exact same scene, and then you would have been like, "No way, Chris Hemsworth's a bad guy," and you would have had this whole double take before she shapeshifted yes. back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rather than, oh, who's this guy again? <laughs> oh, he shapeshift. Okay, yeah. wait a minute. <laughs> Look, the um, the brother. Right, with a stupid haircut, as I'll refer to him, because I do not know his I, name. I, I didn't mind him as a character, I thought he was freaky. But yeah, it was a stupid haircut. Yeah. Look, he reminded me a little bit in Da Vinci Code. Uh, I Paul, seen it. Paul yeah. Bettany's like a monk and stuff, a little bit like that. Something about albino guys. <laughs> a little They're bit. scary. Look, he was, um, he's there with the huntsman, and he implies that he killed the huntsman's wife. And he goes, she screamed out your name and you weren't there. Did she scream out Huntsman? Because he has no name in this film. Like, we don't know who he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it seemed so stupid to me. Like, the fact that he didn't have a name and yet she screamed out his name, you know, and uh, that bugged me too. <laughs> I was just like, his name is Huntsman. Was she like, Huntsman? Uh, ridiculous. Chris. <laughs> Mr. Hemsworth. <laughs> yeah. Um, look towards the final fight scene she obviously rises from the dead um she's able to yeah you know, I, w- I, I might have dozed kiss, off but she, was- he kisses her it's a oh the- yeah so that's the fairy tale <laughs> thing but yeah. How did she become efficient at combat? Was there training there, sequence in that? That was, the, like, the worst part of it. He did that one 10-second training lesson with but her. But no, they would have had, had to block. before she armed up and no. rode out. No, they did, didn't they? No. <laughs> she I dozed off through it, Dave, but I'm pretty sure they did. <laughs> she did a rousing speech after she woke up about how we have to go and I've seen what she's seen and we can defeat her and stuff. They put on armor, they went and fought. <clears throat> that was it. There was no yeah. scenes where she learned to fight any better than she had in the 10-second sequence. To, you cannot compare. It's it's almost a sin to put Game of Thrones in the same league <laughs> as this film. But um, the dwarf in Game of Thrones, who's not a combatant... He even says, Dinklage? I think he yeah, yeah. Um, he even says, I'm not a warrior, but he has to rise up and get into fight to lead his men to to defend the city and he goes out takes one swing with his axe chops off a leg because only because the guy didn't see him yeah. and then he gets knocked out right away because okay. you know he, he isn't a, he isn't he a man no of arms he has no training yep. whereas this film she's had no training except for that 10 seconds it was a arms rough. up leads this man right into battle all hardy knights goes right into the gates and she kills several guys before she makes it to the queen I believe well. she does okay and you no, know, are you sure there was no training secrets? No, nope. there's nothing. No, and she she got over her fear of killing people right away. 
So I think I haven't seen all three of them, but there's this series called Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Narnia series. Yeah. Narnia series with a kid, the twelve-year-old kids leading an entire army against another army, and I'm like, why would all these warriors trust this kid? To lead him into battle, he's got no strategy or anything like that. Oh, I've got uh, issues with that. I think in the first one, they're kings and queens of Narnia, and then from then on, I guess they're royalty. Oh, I don't know. I'm so bad with fantasy kids. <laughs> I don't understand how kids can get into fantasy. <laughs> but the worst, the worst part was all the fighting stuff and how she knew how to fight. Yeah, and, yeah. and that she didn't wear a helmet at all. That like, was to show off her beauty. I know. I would have done the same thing, though. Like, if I was making the movie, like, and I paid a, a hell... I'm assuming they paid a lot of money well, for her. Well, she is Forbes. Highest paid, paid actress. actress. I would have went, there's no way she's wearing a helmet. She's not hiding her face. Yeah, you get her on the screen as much as possible. She's a good-looking girl, I guess. I haven't seen Twilight, so I don't know. There's a scene in Ocean's Eleven where um, Don Cheadle is, uh, goes into the sewer and he comes out stinking and he's, you know, covered in you know sewer business and um basically everybody's there uh, talking to him and he's like we're in barney barney rubble trouble you know right and in that scene at the back matt damon is covering his nose with a handkerchief yeah as if to imply he stinks and no one else is doing it you know brad pitt and george clooney are just arms folded watching on and uh after that scene in the audio commentary they said um matt damon said uh you know they approached him and said, you know, we paid to see your face. Like, we paid you this much money. Don't go hiding it again, sort of thing. Wow. So, I mean, it's like, you've paid for Kristen Stewart. Yeah. That's exactly what that sequence is. Yeah, yeah. No, I wouldn't have hit her in a, in a mask. I would have gave her a big shield and go, look, honey, use this. <laughs> use the shield. But yeah, she, use- yeah, it's ridiculous, yeah. isn't it? Um, you, so you enjoyed those black uh, CGI monster guards made of shards from the ceiling in the I end? I guess, yeah, yeah. That was cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but then, then the very anticlimactic scene at the end where Which she should have ended in a kiss. Well, <laughs> that's your opinion. Yeah. <laughs> well, do you think I'm reading too much into this film to say that it's got shades of Nelson Mandela and that you know going from prison oh, yeah. to power? Yeah, no, you you're giving the film too much credit. I am, but I? yes, that is definitely like that. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a big dumb blockbuster. Isn't <laughs> yeah, it? it is. Yeah, I think the issue with it, it was too <clears throat> crowded. They should have culled off a couple of characters, focused much more on the best character in the movie, which was um, Charlie's Theron. Um, but I think it would have been a very different film. It would have been a very different. It would have been very dark. You would have alienated the audience, and it should have ended in a really romantic kiss between the two female leads. Um, but <laughs> Charlie Theron did a great job. Do you I think did, she did a better job here or in Prometheus? Here, okay. I think here. A lot of people paid out a yelling. I saw a lot of people on YouTube, you know, doing her yelling, "Get me her heart." Mm. You know, I thought no came across good to me like a lot of people insulted it like, I think I you're like, wasting your time on YouTube if that's what you're looking at <laughs> <up. laughs> no reviews <laughs> okay uh, <laughs> no, I have a life <laughs> I think she she had a real presence yeah certainly yeah and she, she had the best good. role she had I easily the best role it's a nice stepping stone for Chris Hemsworth I don't see the appeal of Kristen Stewart she seems like yeah. she just does the same she just seems she's like a pretty face like a really pretty girl yeah, 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 yeah there's nothing phenomenal about her acting you know I've seen her in Adventureland you know she's in like a lot of uh, oh, she was in Into the Wild. She was like the kid who uh, wants to hook up with Emile Hirsch. I've seen Into the Wild. I can't remember it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. She's not memorable. <laughs> what I'm saying is it's like interesting that she's the highest paid actress and that it sort of says something about the kind of films people are making. Sure. And with like strong female leads like The Hunger Games, 
you know yeah she was fantastic that was the only good thing about Hunger Games we'll do a podcast on that everyone keeps bugging me to do one. Oh, really yeah okay that's what <laughs> I'm hearing about yeah. it. well there you go I, well if you do have any requests you can always leave them at our Facebook yeah, page because every time um, I see people they're always like oh you should do this field that field but yeah if you want one just, just write it on the Facebook yeah write page. it on Facebook go on do it <laughs> do it now we, we've done two requests out of two so you know that's a- <laughs> It's actually been a few more, but anyway, really? yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, my friend John was like, oh, do some press and, uh, press and Powell? What was it? Powell? Oh, yeah. Um, Michael Powell. Um, he would have done the red shoes and black narcissists. Mm. Anyway, there have been requests. If you have one, you can find our Facebook page and all the other links to all the other just junk we're doing at uh, www.podmeifyoucan.com. Hopefully you've enjoyed this conversation. And uh, I think Kristen Stewart's come a long way since Panic Room, but like just in the theme that she's grown up. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't think she's the greatest actress. W- would you recommend people to go see this film? I don't think so. <laughs> no. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't think it's for little kids. I don't think it's for adults. I just don't think it has an audience. So sure. that's my problem with I, it. I, I would say, yeah, go watch it. It looks good. Look, I, I didn't. Yeah, I mean. Uh, that's it needs more and if that. you fell asleep in the whole dwarf sequence as well we should hang out <laughs> <laughs> should take a nap together yeah. <laughs> alright well anyway we will talk to you next time and uh, as always thank, thanks guys all the best <laughs>